Hello and welcome to a beautiful podcast. I am your host, Angelique. How are you guys doing? I miss you guys. I know there was not an episode last week. I am right now in a season of just really wanting more of God, wanting to be in his presence. And so that is where I was literally. (laughs) Um, I've been reading a few books and Saturday night last weekend, um, I really just, I can't wait to share the the encounter that I had with God that night, but that over the weekend, I typically try to record the episodes and because that happened over the weekend, I really was just dwelling in that, meditating on that and just allowing God to do what he does best. And that's where I was. That's where I was. And I hope you guys came and opened up your Bible um, and left and then you guys know that we had our first guest, um, Shantanette Morgan. We love her. And that was our first episode. That was an hour long. So if you are a podcast listener like I am, I can only listen to a 30-minute podcast in one sitting because I'm always on the go. So because that was an hour, I was like, you know what? Maybe that'll hold them over, you know, if they listen to podcasts like me, just because like I listen to it like on the way there, on the way back. Sometimes I might break if it's anything longer than 30 minutes, you know, I have to break it up. So hopefully you guys were able to break it up and it got you through the week, but I'm back and I'm here and I'm so grateful. Thank you guys for tuning in with me so much. I appreciate you guys so much. I'm so grateful. All glory to God that he has given me this opportunity to just be here and just speak to you guys. And uh, it just means so much to me. It's just such an honor that he has chosen me. And I just, I love it. I love him with all my heart. And so, you know, if I'm not here, it's because I'm with Christ. Because you guys know, I will let you guys know if there's any things going on, any announcements or anything that would keep me away. But in that moment, it was all about Christ. And I didn't feel the need to come on here and say, hey, I'm with Jesus. (laughs) So I hope you guys spend your time well. I hope you guys open up your Bible, like I said, but we're back. We are back and I'm so happy to be here. Um, Let me see. Do I have any updates? I don't have any updates. I did have a test last week. I passed the test. Thank God. Another test. Yes, I know. Um, No updates, really. You know, me and Edisa, we went to the fair, I think, what, two weeks ago, a week ago. We went to a fair. Like I said, I've been really um, doing a lot of reading. I'm reading two books and I'm listening to one and they're all really, really good. I'm One of them that I'm listening to is by Jackie Hill Perry and... um, this is going to be a book that I, I probably should have actually bought and had in my hand versus listening to it. Because when I say that she, she is deep, she goes deep. Okay. And I need a pen, a pencil, paper, and a dictionary and all type of stuff. I need my Bible, but I love her. It's so good. Like I have to kind of like stop and like, okay, wait, let me look that up. Let me read, let me re-listen to that. Like, okay, there's been at least two chapters that I've had to hear two or three times because one has been that good. And then two, it really just makes you think, you know, so, and I love that. I love those challenges and I I love to read, you know, I love to read my mom growing up. She would take me to Barnes and Noble every other paycheck and would allow me to get a book. So that is one of the things that I like to do. Um, I have realized at the age of 31, 32 years old that 
I do like to listen to audio. I don't know now because maybe because like podcasts and things are like a big thing and I'm always on the go and things like that. And I can't really stop at the moment to just kind of like open my book. But that last week I made it like it was intentional. Like I'm going to sit here, I'm going to read my book. And I'm so glad that I did what I did because when I say that I encountered God in a, in a, in a way that I have never before. God is so holy, 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 holy. Okay. Amen. He's just, he's, he's a good guy. He's a God to be, uh, it's just, it's such an, uh, I, I can't really describe it, you know, but he, he, he is a God to be respected to, to, oh my goodness. I can't wait to, um, talk to you guys about the book that I'm reading and, and what happened. However, I am here and a whole nother mission, you know, the Holy Spirit really convicted my heart a couple weeks ago. And I'm just here to um, share my my testimony. Um, in Revelations 12, 11, it talks about us overcoming the, the enemy by the blood of the lamb in our testimony. And that is something that I'm doing right now. And I'm just so excited and happy that the Holy Spirit has convicted my heart. Um, a couple of weeks ago, before the whole Target thing started to become this, you know, huge thing, like it's already been in our faces, this sexual sin, this homosexuality, sexual immorality, like it's been huge in our face, right? Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went into Target and I think this is right when they put it in the stores because this was like in the beginning of May and I saw it and I was just like, wow, you know, and when I see things like that, I typically pray and, you know, <laughs> rebuke, declare and decree. Um, and so that's what I did. And, you know, I walked around the store because it's right there when you go into the store. You cannot miss it. I promise you, you won't miss it. They won't even let you miss it. Um and so I did my shopping and then coming back around to the cashiers, I saw it again. But when I saw it, I saw like this, this little tutu. It was like a tan tutu with like all the colors. And I was just like, oh, this is cute. I was like, you know, thinking to myself, maybe I can get it for Elisa with like, I, what my, what I was thinking is just like, because I'm coming from, it's coming from an innocent place. It's not going to matter, you know? And, um, as I was walking towards it, the Holy spirit was like, you better not, don't you dare. If you spend your money, if you spend my money, if you spend your money on that, like you are supporting what is behind it. And I, I quickly walked away from it at the time. I didn't know that there was, you know, a Satan, um, the, what do you call it? The one, the designer, you know, I, I didn't know that he um, was a Satanist uh, worshiper and not that I, that shit had even mattered at the time. Um, it just seemed like after that day, it's just something else, something more. And then, you know, maybe uh, two weeks ago, that's when, you know, went all across the, the, the news and, you know, the in, my Instagram stories and things like that. And when I saw it for the second time, I heard the Holy Spirit say, you need to share your testimony. You need to talk about what I did for you because this is a season for us to become. But in order for us to become, we have to preach from a place of where God has brung us through, where he got us through. And so um, that's what I'm here to do. 
That's what I'm here to do. Um, as you guys know, in the, the first season, I talked about um, forgiveness. And that was my last episode of talking about how I was molested by someone who was close and dear to me. And um, I believe in my heart that um, a lot of us who deal with identity issues come from um, mommy and daddy issues, you know, and, and that's something for them too. Like it just generations and generations and generations. And, um, so yeah, you know, I talking about being molested is like a hard thing to just kind of air out. <laughs> um, but this one was really hard for me. This one was really, really hard for me. And, um, you know, God has really just been like holding my hand and, you know, carrying me through it and, and, and just letting me know, you know, it's okay. You know, this is, this is what you, this is what needs to happen. And so after, you know, the whole molestation happened, um, I remember that day, like it was yesterday of me finally telling my mom at 18 years old, I ran away from home and, um, I ran away to, um, a friend's house, a friend that, you know, I knew that had been with women. Um, and I didn't, I I didn't go over there for those particular reasons. I just knew her house was more open. Her house was more welcoming, more comforting, um, at the time. So I thought, and so I knew I could go there. I knew I could go and be there. And that was that, that was that I went off to college and, I was dating a guy at the time and got my heart broken severely, okay, really bad to the point to where I think this was the first time like I actually called my mom and was just like crying over the phone like, mom, oh my goodness, like sat in a corner and just cried my eyes out. And my mom was there for me 100%, even though we were going through this little rocky thing. Um, God is so good how he just brings memories back to show you. <laughs> But yeah, I um, was going through a, a heartbreak and um, I remember intentionally like, you know what, I'm going to hit this girl up. I'm going to hit this girl up because I know that she likes girls. Um, me just really wanting to fill this void, you know, re- really looking for something, looking for someone. I never started, I never stopped dating men, but I did start dating women. Um, and at the time they used the term bisexual. So that was, that was my label at the time, a bisexual woman. And, um, so yeah, me and her with the intent of just hitting her up, we started dating and I was confused. I was so confused after going through what I went through with my stepdad and then hopping into a relationship with the woman. I was confused. I was so confused. And looking back at it, like my first encounter with a man was when I was, you know, sexually abused, sexually assaulted. And so I had this bad taste in my mouth. And because I had this bad taste in my mouth, even though I dated men after that, I was just like, okay, something has to be better. Something has to give. Like I didn't feel comfortable 100% in my relationships or any of that. So, you know, like I said, I started to date women, but I was just, I was so confused. I was so confused in, in the relationship. Like I wanted children. Um, I wanted a family. Like I still desire that um that family, you know, I, I desired that man and, 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 and woman relationship. 
But because I was looking for something, because I was trying to fill a void on my own, I decided to go um, down this route and I was just so confused. I was rebellious and my mom, okay, she was not happy. She was not happy with the choice that I was making whatsoever. And I didn't grow up in a church. Um, I, I can't really say if my mom grew up in a church or not, but I never had a conversation with my mom about why she didn't want it for me or why she didn't like it. It was just like, that's not going down in my house. You can't be here. And so I was never there. <laughs> I was never there um, in the midst of you know living in this sin. I had no peace whatsoever. Absolutely no peace. Like if I sat here and talked about all the things that happened and that went down, like I had no peace, no joy, no, no hope or nothing. Like I knew in my spirit it was wrong and I didn't really have a relationship with God at the time, but I knew it wasn't of God. Like it just didn't feel right. I was doing it, but it just didn't feel right. And I was doing it again because I was looking for something like I didn't know who I was. You know, I didn't I didn't know my innocence was taken away from me. I was really just trying to find my way, but just trying to find my way in my own way. You know, no one ever introduced Jesus to me. Uh, And the people that I had around me, you know, that did know Jesus that was in the church, they were doing the same things that I was doing. You know, so I didn't really know Christ the way that I know Christ right now, because the people that were representing him at the time was not the best people, you know, and I know we all have our own things that we have to work on and I'm not pointing any fingers or trying to make anybody, you know, look bad or sound bad or anything like that. Um, That's just the way that my life, my world was set up at the time. I didn't have anybody to say, Hey, let me tell you, let me tell you about Jesus, or let me explain the the beauty of Jesus and following him. And I think that's important for people who are going through what they're going through and, you know, how the enemy is just like putting it in our faces and allowing us to believe that it's okay. I was just watching this movie called Alice in Choices. It's so good. Go and go and um, watch it if you can. I was watching it, and it's about this 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 teenage girl. Uh, I think she's not. I think she was nineteen, actually, a teenage girl. Um, she's she had a baby. Well, she was. Um, she found out she was pregnant. I'm sorry, guys. She found out she was pregnant, and so he was like, you know what? <sighs> um, you need to get an abortion. So she goes to an abortion clinic and she in- encounters God in um, in the form of a janitor. And he basically saying like, you know, these are your choices. Like, I can't force you to do anything, but this is what, this is the choice that I have for you. And then there was a nurse who, who was there and he, who was trying to like explain to her, like she was proud of killing 5,000 babies and that she's not going to have to go home to a crying baby or a man who wants to sit on the couch and, um, watch football. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like this devil, like he will try to make your, he will try to make the choice, like seem like 
glitter and gold if he could like it was just like and she just had a hard time trusting in Jesus and he just kept saying like all you have to do is make this choice and trust me that's all you have to do while the enemy on the other hand is like if you do this you don't you know you're gonna be okay you're not gonna have to worry about a baby you're not gonna have to worry about the finances of a baby you're only a teen you're only this and God was just like Telling her, like, it's okay. Like, your little girl needs you. Your little girl can feel the rejection. Like, you know, I want you to want her because she wants you. And so I I, I bring up that movie because a lot of the times the enemy, like myself in that time, made it seem like it was okay. Made it seem like it was okay because I was looking for love. I was trying to fill a void. And so that's what I was going off of, you know, and it was this one time um, I was dating a, another woman at the time and I dropped her off somewhere. I think I dropped her off at the doctor and she, um, I had to go and do something. I forgot what I had to do, but I was so angry. I was so angry, you guys, super angry to the point I was on the freeway and my car just spinned completely out of control, completely out of control to where like I had to climb out. They had to get me out through the window. An ambulance came and that was the first time that I saw my sin for what it was, worthless and not satisfying. That was the first time that I believe that God put in my heart this is not what I have for you. This is not what I've called you. You know, this is not what I've called you to. This is not who you are. That was the first time that I feel like in my heart that I experienced God's mercy on my life because sin ultimately leads to death. And that's where I was going. I think it's important for us in this time because there's a lot of people who are dealing with, um, identity um, issues. And, you know, like I said, the devil will wrap it up really good to you. He will wrap it up and put on, put a bow on it and, and present it to you. And you would think that, oh, you know, it, it looks so nice. Why not? You know, but I'm here to tell you, I think it's important for us, especially if you are listening to this and you are a believer and that you are um, around people who are dealing with sexual sin, homosexuality, whatever the sin may be, I think that it's important for us to um, show people the beauty of Jesus and the beauty of following Jesus. Because in, in the church or even that comes out of our mouths, you know, I remember one time, and this is when I was... First, start following Christ. Okay, <laughs> I asked a girl. I said, um, "If you die right now, are you going? To, are you going to heaven or hell?" And she was just like, "Oh wow!" Like you know, and you know that was that was probably a little too harsh, but that was when I you know was like marching, like you know, just starting out with Christ, and that was my thing, hell or heaven. <laughs> but I think it's important for us to show people and to tell people about Jesus and, you know, all these things like, you know, in the church or, you know, even ourselves when we're like, you need to repent, you need to turn away, you need to do these. These things are very much true. 100%. Yes. But I think for me in that space, when I was in that time, I feel like if I had someone say, Hey, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about what Jesus has done in my life. I think I would have turned away from it quicker than I had. 
So I think it's important for us to really just hold on, you guys. Let me get my Bible. Really just tell people. Um, hold on, I'm looking for. You know, I when I was sitting here and I was going back and forth with the Holy Spirit, I was asking him, like, what is something that you would want me to, you know, to share with your people, with your, you know, with the people that are listening so they can go back and, you know, tell their people. And it, it's a famous verse, you guys. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he loved that. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. God loves you. There's, there's no one on this earth that God hates. And the enemy wants you to believe that God hates you because you are, because you are a certain way, but God did not create you to be who you think you are. And I, and I dare you to draw closer to God. I dare you to say, you know what? I need you and allow God to do the work, you know, but we have to, we have to believe that he, that he loves us and that he's here for us and that he's the one that's going to restore and redeem. You know, he is the one who is going to, you know, show us our true identity. If I did not encounter God, if I did not if I if 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 that car crash didn't happen, I don't know what would have happened. That was the first time, like I said, like I I experienced God's mercy, His forgiveness. You know, the beauty of knowing and following Jesus is that He cleanses us from our sin, He forgives us, and He heal our He heals our hearts. He's the only one that could do that. He was the only one that did that for me. I didn't wake up one morning and say. Oh, I'm going to do better and actually did better. No, that's not what happened. That's not how it happens. Um, God is, he did it. He's the one who redeems us and heals us and, um, all the things that we need. And, you know, that is the beauty of following Christ and that he loves us, that God loves us so much. Like it says in John 3:16, that he has given us his only son. His only son. That's how much he loves you. God loves us so much. Again, there's no one that, you know, that he hates. The sin, yes, but he does not hate you. And again, I just dare you to, you know, go to God to draw closer to him. For those like myself, um, I think it's important that we, um, in these times that we are not overly compassionate to where we don't fear God, you know, that we're too compassionate to others who are deep in sin, um, that we don't fear God. And, you know, I, I saw this post a couple of weeks ago where it talked about, you know, a lot of us like certain things to be liked, you know, and, um, I think this is another example, you know, homosexuality is a sin, 
just like any other sexual sin, masturbation, um, sleeping around, like none of these things or no one can fill the full can fill the void. You know, just like the lady who was at the well in John 4, she went back and she talked about everything that Jesus did for her and got other people to go back to Jesus. And that's exactly what I'm here to do. I'm just here to tell you what God has done for me and what he's got me got me through and what he's brought me from um, and the voice that he could only feel um, because he is the one that ultimately created us. I love you guys so much. Um, again, I dare you to draw closer to God. Um, I dare you to be an example. Um, and I'll see you next Thursday.